is the Beards of Blue Ridge. Gentlemen, good morning. Marcus about to spit his coffee everywhere. You weren't ready for the Graham just you're getting really good at it. You just yeah, hop right into it. See, I put him on the spot. He didn't even know the episode. <laughs> episode sixty-nine. Is it? I'm I'm, I'm almost positive, yeah. No, he, really? see, he missed the uh I know what's intro. going on. But he did good. I was proud of him. He's episode sixty nine. Last one was sixty eight. Nice. And then the one after this would be seventy. I mean, if your math, your glasses are working with math, right? I got new glasses and I feel a little dizzy, kind of. First episode of twenty twenty three. You look dizzy. I I feel it, and I think they got to adjust them a little bit. It's just a sign of getting old. What the the prescription? No, the frame. Oh, well, that usually is not what makes you dizzy. What makes you dizzy is the prescription. Well, yes, it, it is It is that. It might be too strong. They said I have a no, binocular thing. like So this, one of the eyes is attached to my skull a little off from the other. I don't know. It's like having a one leg shorter than the other. Because like I, I thought it was like, because I, I thought doing this job, I was just thinking like maybe I'm dyslexic because I always kind of had like processing issues in school. So I just get in trouble. And uh, so, but the, what this guy says is now he's like 95, whatever, 90% of dyslexia isn't dyslexia. It's this, they call it a binocular something. It's just where one eye's offset. So the other eye has to work hard. So he went through this list. He's like, you have double vision. I was like, yes. He's like, do you, do you see something in details that's like, on the right hand corner but in reality it's on the left hand corner i said yes he's like do you have vertigo and i was like yeah so i started listing so you drove trouble reading i was like yes yeah right he went through this whole list and uh and he was like yeah that's what you got probably and then he did all these weird tests and he was like yeah when he would do a certain one my one eye was fine and the other eye wasn't so one is a little offset so it's got other one that's the can the, the question is can you make one look one direction the other one look another no but that'd be pretty soon yeah, be, be like sad. the guy on um water boy you know? yeah yeah that's exactly <laughs> what i'm talking about so you have one eye sunken in that's basically what <laughs> <laughs> No, they said it's like with most, he's like most people, one eye is a little upset the way that it attaches to your skull. I don't know what it means. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. So you, you there's look like a, one though. No, there's a like chance you could have been had and you're wearing glasses you don't really need. Well, everything he described is, is real. But we don't know for sure. Did you check his license to validate? Yeah. His no, was it really an actual like doctor's office? Yes. Okay. It was a legit doctor's <laughs> office. You sure? It's got his own email telehealth. and everything. Yeah, telehealth. <laughs> Some guy on telehealth. Even though know. the entrance said tires plus. <laughs> tires plus. <laughs> it, he, he seemed like a nice guy. I could trust him. But all the symptoms, and the symptoms are gone, and I can see... Now, things are a little blurry when I'm up, but when I focus, you can see them. Mm -hmm. All the symptoms are gone. I'm just dizzy and nauseous 24 7. A little bit. <laughs> well, I just got to get, they say you got to get adjusted to them. Yeah. You now, just take this pill. It just takes time to get normalized. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You'll get there. Well, and that wasn't my experience. When I put on, well, I put contacts on. So the first time, mm -hmm. I was playing basketball. I think it was about 15, and, and the coach kept noticing I would squint and all yeah. that. So 
he told me he took me over to this uh optometrist i think that's what they're called mm-hmm. threw me in the little machine you know yeah. and, uh, and then gave me contacts i went back that night and hit like five threes and then realized all the the women from a distance that looked attractive to me i understood <laughs> then why my buddies were like dude what's wrong with you because <laughs> it wasn't the case <laughs> So, but I didn't get dizzy. It was like a well, whole see, mine new isn't, life. Mine isn't at a dis- distance. I can see fine. Mine is anything up close. I get headaches. That's where I'll have double vision. That's where I'll, I'll, I'll have all kinds of issues. But if you go at a distance, I'm good. That's why I only got bifocals. Well, so the other part's just glass. Clear, I think so. Clear I think glass. So. I think so. But so to do like computer stuff, I have to do this. Yeah, lift the head up. Yeah, I have to look down. Do the the bifocal part. So you, look down, part. so you look down on people now. Is what you're saying. I, I do. Well, maybe maybe you need to raise your chair, so you or lower your yeah. desk. Like we could saw off. The chiropractor off. says I need to be doing this anyway because I don't have much of a curve in my neck. And he said, but wait a minute, he's an eye problem. doctor. He's not a neck doctor. No, but this is my car. No, this is a one-stop shop. Great. Yeah, this right. is a different they guy. Do dental yeah. work. Yeah. The guy who's fixing my back and my neck, he was like, you don't have much curvature, and that's a problem. He's trying to get my curve back. It's new year, new you. Like yeah, I got, a, I got a lot of problems. Come to find out. Yeah. New year, new you, man. Yeah, back Y'all... problems, neck problems, eye problems. Well, I mean, when you look at your life and it's just riddled with, <laughs> with being peed up and scars and you know what do you, what do you do what do you do with that you know you gotta see a chiropractor well you yeah you're going and you're seeing a specialist for each each mm-hmm. piece to try to fix it getting getting healthy Todd. yeah as graham said it's a new year new me do you do new year's resolutions Todd? no why not because uh, you can make you you know it goes against the um a couple of things. One, it goes against the idea that you can change your life at any given moment, right? So you just start now and make a decision that I'm going to do things different. And it, it's kind of a, in my head, it because that wasn't always the case. I mean, I never really celebrated New Year's because we were always hunting. But when I got sober looking at New Year's resolutions, it was like, you know, the the, you know, we made a firm resolution kind of, attitude about it because everybody does that on new year's resolution you know new year's makes this resolution so i looked at it that way of i can make that decision anytime and then two the idea of of living in in the present moment it kind of gets thrown out the window as well because you're just fixated on a goal or well you're making a resolution for a certain year instead of uh you know so like the idea of of surrendering if you want to say surrendering to the day or or surrendering your will to god on a daily basis you know what i mean it doesn't say on an annual basis or you know monthly basis i mean it in my belief system what i read in the book i choose to read it says that daily you know what i mean so it's it's almost like you have to make a resolution on a daily basis versus annually mm-hmm. if that makes any yeah. sense yeah. Because it's not, don't get me wrong, I'm not against goals. But, you know, if you really dissect what is a New Year's resolution for most people, you know, for most people, it's a way to try to 
encouraged themselves to feel better about behaviors they've had in the past that they're going to change, but they fail to stay consistent and the compound effect never takes place. It's not a true yeah. lifestyle change. It's just a, let me achieve this goal, this resolution, right. and then go back to what I was doing before. Yeah. I was talking to the guy the other day and he said he quit smoking when he turned 50. And I was like, well, when's that? He's like, January 3rd. Michael, like, well, dude, right? Why don't you just stop now? Stop like, if, if you have that, you know what I mean. So to me, it's just if you really are devoted to change, you don't have to wait for a New Year's resolution. It start now, two minutes from now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the old saying where people will say, "Well, the diet starts Monday." Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Why doesn't it start now? Yeah. yeah. I got a I got a good friend of mine. He does something pretty cool. Every year of the new year, he prays and asks God for for a word, right? And he feels like he gets he gets different words, whether it's prayer, or dedication, or uh, beliefs, or whatever it is. And then he doesn't do much with that. He he surrenders each day to to what's going to come up. But he but he likes to have a word that he then things start getting revealed to him. He feels like and and, and that kind of stuff. That's it's been pretty interesting. I kind of like right. been thinking about that. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. Something, something yeah. to focus on. There's no goal. There's no agenda. Where's this going to go? What's going to be the? Um, what's the word I'm trying to think of here? It's kind of more of a focus or a template for that. Yeah, year. yeah. It's all well, about the an journey. attitude. Not, it's not. A, it's not an end. It's not an end result. It's, it's completely open ended to where's this going to go. But uh, he kind of has one thing that he highlights and focuses on. And, Sees how it gets revealed to him. And I thought it was pretty cool. I don't. I I'm, think that's cool. That. Yeah. Todd may ruin that right now, but I think Let's that's hear cool. No, no. I'm like I said. I don't have anything against people that do those kind of things. I, that's why I don't really talk a whole lot about any of that. It, I mean, our society has geared us to do that. I mean, mm. budgets are built like that. I mean, it's yeah. just you know an annual thing. I just never got into it. Part of that again probably is because every year I was asleep. Because we were getting up duck hunting at 4 a.m., right. you know, so it wasn't, we didn't really celebrate a New Year thing. Well, you bring a good point, though, because I think most people don't really adhere to their New Year's Eve goals anyway, and that's probably why. Well, they, they I saw a statistic yesterday that said 20% are shot in the first week. You know what I mean? That sounds about right. Well, yeah, so, it goes yeah. back to, and y'all are going to get on to me for this, the gym's packed right now. It's going to thin out. It's going to thin. We're going to put down on. It's going to thin out. I'm just telling you. People like me. It's going to thin out. Because Graham's going to be nasty about it. Graham's going to push people away. It's going to thin out. He's going to bump into the out of shape people. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I hope it doesn't thin out. But it's it will. Like you said, say stuff to him like, "Why? Why are you trying to use those weights? It's already too late for you." Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because. Seriously, most of those people, and this is the same analogy probably for all of it, like you were saying, is the goal is to, I want to look a certain way versus yeah. I want to be healthier, right? Like, oh, I want to lose weight. Well, that's that's great. You know what I mean? That you want to lose weight. But if it's not a long-term thing, well, I want to be healthier. I want my heart to be healthier. I want my joints to feel better, whatever it is. You know what I mean? An actual lifestyle change versus right. I want to lose 20 pounds, Right. Yeah. Okay. You lose twenty pounds, but then you gain it, then right you get back. it back. You know what I mean? Because it's not, it's all about the end result and not about the well, transformation a, of, of becoming something. And that's it's the mindset. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like it, the the pain it, until the pain of staying the same is is 
let me see if I said this right. Less than is it less than or more than less than the pain of change? Yeah, yeah. No, or more than the, the pain of change. You probably won't do a whole lot because a lot of the physical outside stuff's not that difficult. It's the internal piece that you know what I mean. That that's the hardest piece to change. I've got a guy I used to work with who I'm still good friends with. He could ring that sentence off all the time, and I always do the same thing. I'm like, hold on, I got to think about it. Right. Yeah, it's and a tough one. Until the pain of staying the same mm -hmm. becomes greater than the perceived pain of change. Yeah. Nothing's going to change. Or yeah. the real pain. Of change. Or the real pain. Yeah. yeah. Either one. They're both real. Right. Perceptions, reality. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's a tough one to say, but it's a good. It makes a sense. Good they say. get it. Listeners are our listeners are smart. They so the goal, what we're saying, is really lifestyle changes is really the real change we're looking for for the new year, new me. Right? But you you look good, man. <laughs> it's the glasses, you know. It's the glasses they make you look smart. Yeah, I've never been in a New Year's resolution either. Really, I haven't seen midnight on New Year's. I'm yeah. I can't remember. I saw well, it this year because there's football on, but that's... that's see, I saw it this year, but it was 10 o'clock where I was at. But it was midnight here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which was weird because I was like, why, you know, because you looked outside and nobody else is celebrating. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we're watching it on TV celebrating. We had the football game and that going at the same time, but it was like this weird, you know, why does each well and that's quite what does each time zone wait until their midnight to yeah. call it a new year you know because i they was do. i was over in birmingham watching the football game and it was 11 central time mm -hmm. and everybody back here in georgia was you know everyone does their happy new year yeah. text you know what i mean because yeah. they feel like yeah. they have to and they were all buzzing 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 where i was at it wasn't what new year's yet it was only 11. yeah yeah because we got in our discussion of <laughs> The, they were they were saying everybody celebrates based on that east coast like the ball drop and all and i was like but that if that was the case then we should all celebrate the new year coming in for the first country time zone that gets yeah, it, the first it moves one in, which i don't know which one that is no i mean there's times overseas they're what ahead of us that's what i'm yeah, saying what's the what's us. the first country that turns midnight? i don't know i know there's a bunch that were ahead of of us, like the Philippines. those glasses were supposed to make you they tell I you knew. things like that yeah like the philippines was ahead of us i think new zealand australia they were all ahead of us there's a whole bunch of yeah i lost count of how many people that were ahead of us yeah. about that for glasses <laughs> i'm gonna look it up new zealand was the first it's what it, it's what it looks like. It says it's I believe I said, eleven I believe hours I and thirty that. minutes ahead of GMT. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I'm so time. it's eleven hours ahead. So but, I'm just gonna start. But then there there's something else that says Kabert Kabati is is the earliest time zone. It says it's fourteen hours before. I don't know where that's at. So yeah. basically, at 10 a.m. next year on New Year's, on New Year's Eve, I'm gonna start texting everyone Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year! And, and then about like, every what? hour, I'm gonna yeah. be like, "Well, it's actually New Year's, you know, yes. it's midnight." Yeah, and... it's the Republic of Kerbati. Yeah, yeah. So next year at 10 a.m., you'll get a kick out of it when I text you Happy New Year. 
for the Republic of Kuwait. Yeah. Happy yeah. New Year, New Year, New Me. That's right. I agree. I think we should celebrate all. It'd be awesome. Yeah. If New Year's is a lifestyle, then you would. Yeah. But don't don't wait till New Year's to to make a change. Make it now. Right. Right. Well, that's probably the real theme, and then whatever change we do make, like hopefully it's a lifestyle change and not a not a temporary fix yeah. or a short term goal. And if you have had a resolution that you started, don't go and hear this and there. Right, well, I'm just going to don't take what Todd here. said as discouragement. This <laughs> <laughs> should be encouraging that you can you yes. can you can change at any point. So yeah, even yeah. when you fall off your New Year's Eve resolution, you can start over again. Yeah, but you here's the thing. It's like <laughs> true change, because that's the that's the piece I think where at people why those the, the, those don't stick. It's like the discussion should be around when you may want to make a change, how do you truly make that long term? You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like the the uh, the the paint color of a car. If I just went and had my truck painted over, then I really changed the paint color of the car because right. underneath of it, you know what I mean, is the original paint color. It's did I sand all that off, strip it away, strip that away, get rid of that 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 it almost didn't exist mm-hmm. and repaint. So the for a human being desiring to change, it's like I can say. Like Graham was saying earlier, I want to go to the gym and I want to get healthy or I want whatever your reasoning is. Outward, the outward experience can be a change, but the inward, you know, spirit never did move. It's like I'm just doing this out of will versus did I go in and completely change the way I'm looking at this circumstance? So the real change would be a, like a surrender. Absolutely. Well, it's got to be internal, in my in my yeah. opinion, and that yeah. may be the the piece that deflates some people. It's like you can go out there and and put your nose to the grindstone all day, but if you don't inwardly change, are you really going to, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. is it really different? And if you look for the change at the destination, you're going to miss it because it's it's in the journey. Yeah, the process. Um, I mean, there's yeah. there's probably yeah. things to learn at, at the end result, but majority of it's in the the process, the process of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for me, it's like if I go in and I say, well, I want to change, you know, this about my life, I have to go in too and say, well, what do I, what do I currently internally believe about that? Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what's got to change for the truth of it. You know, as I got to shift, start to shift how I view whatever it is I say I'm, I need to change. And, and throwing kind of motivation out the window too. I think that's why most of them die. Most, most of the resolutions, they die after a week or two because the motivation goes away. Right. Right. And there's no discipline involved. Well, that's what I'm saying. All that's internal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. So like you become a parent, I don't know how many people as parents will have a belief. Well, if I had a kid, I'd never do that. Mm -hmm. Then they have a kid and they do exactly what they say, you know, because everything changes when you're presented with, in that case, this little human being you you yeah. created, you know what I mean? So it's like one thing I've learned is not to ever say, 
I'll never do that. You yeah, know, yeah, it's you'll, like, reap, you'll, you'll reap the benefits of yeah, that a few yeah. times. Like, dang it. Yeah. It's like for the, but by the, the mercy of God that I won't do that or, or yeah. I choose not to, or if I choose to do it, hopefully I, I've shifted in a perspective that makes sense to why I would do that. You right. know? Because there's so many people that'll say, oh, I'd never do that. And if you don't know how they can live, yeah. live with themselves. Yet here they go months, years later, and they do it. And they live with, with themselves. Right. I, did that, I did that in my addiction. Right? Yeah. I would say, well, I, you know, I'll never use a needle or anything like that. Those people right. are worse than me. Right. Um, lo and behold, here we come, yeah. you know. Um, I always see in those situations when you say, I'll never do that. <clears throat> that judgment or value typically either become exactly what you judge or drastically the opposite, which neither are typically good. Right. You know what I mean? I agree. So also never say never. Be more open-minded. Well, I, you have to be on a daily yeah. basis. If you're truly, you say, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution, what I challenge people to do, whatever that is, is every single day they've got to wake up and, and turn out, surrender their will to whatever that is. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if it's fitness, it's you're asking for a power greater than yourself to help you stick to whatever mm -hmm. it is you set out to do. You know, I just don't, again, I don't, I don't find the, um, the the energy for me in looking at okay it's 2023 what am i gonna decide to change you know i've been working on something almost every day every week every month of the year to say hey th this area i've examined about myself and it disturbs me i don't like it whatever it is what can i do to start changing what i've found is half the time that walk in and of itself is is fairly lonely fairly dark because you're trying to figure out you know why is this even coming up you know what i mean and then what do i got to do to change it then you start change it and then you find yourself right back yeah. like dang it how'd that right happen you know what i mean is i i went in with this mindset of looking at the world this way and within eight hours i was tired and frustrated and looked at it this way you know mm -hmm. So it, for me, I just never did, I, I write goals lists all the time, all that, but I just never did get into the, you know, 2023 is going to be my year. You know, it's, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's for me, it's, it's more the idea of one, I shouldn't be alive as it is, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So every day for me is just a, an addition. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it, it gets real, I think, with all the stuff that happened in the NFL recently. To, it's like a what, yeah. what's cool about it is I think it put in perspective these guys that we people often view as superior in health mm -hmm. and as an athlete, all that, that it put in perspective how quick things can turn no matter how, anybody, you know. Yeah. The sad part about it all was – Years ago, you had people that that crucified, absolutely just crucified Tim Tebow and other guys that would pray. Mm -hmm. Now you got the whole country on their knees for it. You know what right. I mean? It just baffles me how and why does it take a, which is fine, but it took a man almost dying on a playing field for people to be willing to use the word prayer, you know, and not 
crucify other players for doing it. You know, one of those things. I just thought it was cool because you could see different, different fans, like you know, from different like perspectives and lifestyles and whatever, all mm-hmm. kind of praying for that guy to do well. I thought it's cool. It is just that is, alone. I thought was pretty neat. It is bad, but it's that it takes because I feel like we as people in society need things to bring us together because we're just completely divided right. as it is anyways. And it's terrible that it takes something catastrophic to like bring us together. It happened with 9-11 the day after. It was like probably the most united at our country. It feels like and as a people we were, you know, and it takes something. For weeks, for weeks, there was a feeling of unity. I think. Yeah. But, then, but all this goes back to New Year's resolutions. What are they? They're in a sense, they're a selfish, let me change me. Right. That's true. It has nothing to do with the other. Right. How do I? So 2023, how do I help other people? It's, right. it's more the resolution of, all right, how do I change me? How do I change my circumstances, my family, my whatever? And think of how much if, if everybody in the world flipped, let's do 2023 resolutions. Right. How can I how can I help my neighbor, the person next door? I mean, you can imagine well, and, and that's change. where it gets where I talked about loneliness and the darkness. That's where it gets tough, because when you you say that this is what I, this is the the change I want to, you know, affect in the world or whatever. And then you start looking at the reasons what gets in your way, you start to realize who you really are. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh God, yeah. I thought I was this guy, but what if it's, what if all of this is driven by self to begin with? And I really don't have the heart that I think I have or other people think I have now, where do I stand? You know what I mean? So again, it goes back to the, the if you, you are going to do new year's resolution, it's like, you, I think you got to look at it as a, a ripple in a pond. It's like, what, what change can be made that is not just about you, you know, that, that what is one thing that if you started doing today, that would just have a profound effect, effect not only on you, but people around the world. You know what I mean? What would that be? And, and that's the piece that I always try to have to, and I even do a lecture that brings that question to the table. You know, it's like, is there one act that I could do on a daily basis that would not only change my life, but it change people's lives around me? You know? And if, if there is, what is it? And how do I how do I get to that? How do I start to seek that process out uh, you'll never perfect it but how do i move in that direction with it you know if it's people think kindness is so simple and it's just not it's a super complex behavior and attitude to carry out and if you start flipping rocks to figure out how to learn to be kind it's much deeper because yeah. i went on this walk yeah. you know and it's a much deeper well is that really kindness or is that just self-fulfilling you know whatever it is so it's both right well that's what i'm saying it gets super complex um of how you go down those those roads and what's how do you get to a place to be truly a kind human being yeah because it feels good to be kind to someone yeah you know but i get what you're saying then you can start going down the rabbit hole well did i do this for them and i do yeah is it selective do i do it for only white people or do i do it for only black people do i do it for gay people you know who knows and that's that's the the rabbit hole i guess i challenge people to go down with some of this stuff is don't just make a resolution to get physically fit it's Mm -hmm. like how do you get emotionally spiritually you know mentally well in a way that impacts everybody around you no matter who they are, yeah. Yeah. Let's go.
Yeah, I don't want to oversimplify, but I feel like even if you make a good change for a selfish reason, that I think at time you'll have a perspective where you'll be able to change it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know and I mean? why? So I, it's still good. Yeah, I think even if you don't have the ulterior, mo- like even if you have like, look at me somehow or look what I did or what you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I, it, the danger in it is if you do that long enough and it's all then it turns into look at my deeds my deeds list how kind of person i am not you know and i think it's easy to get into that sometimes for sure whatever it is i think any change i make has got to have a selfish side to it it's it's kind of like which side you're saying it becomes an ego thing like you become look how altruistic i am because i did yeah and like look what a great person i am and you're kind of you, you can place yourself on a higher list than everybody else because right. I did. When it, can y, can you video the true motive? If you were to throw the true motive of my sure. head up on a screen, sure. would people see authentic me or like, holy crap, I didn't think he thought like that. Right, you know right. what I mean? But even yes. if you go deep down that selfish, uh, self-fulfilling thing, it's never too late to, to pivot. Right. You know I mean, yeah. or change your mindset because you can even be deep in that selfish thing. And I think you can be so far down that hole. But if you change your perspective and you start looking at it differently and how does this how can this how can I take where I've gotten now and affect others? I think it can start happening. Right. You know what I mean? It's not a well, I'm, you know, so narcissistic and selfish that I'm down this rabbit hole now right. that I can't. There's no point in, yeah. in trying to help other people because it's, you know, it's all about me now. And I don't think that's the case. I think it. I think God got you to that point for a reason. And all of a sudden you notice that surrendering right. and now some big change can happen for people other than yourself. So well, this is nice. good. This yeah. is good. 2023 new year, new me. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll, we'll catch y'all next week.